Use an exhibit. Perhaps the easiest way in the world to gain attention is to hold up something for people to look at. Almost any creature, from the simplest to the most complex, will give heed to that kind of stimulus. It can be used sometimes with effectiveness before the most dignified audience. For example, Mr. S.S. Ellis of Philadelphia opened one of his talks in one of our classes by holding a coin between his thumb and forefinger and high above his shoulder. Naturally, everyone looked. Then he inquired, Has anyone here ever found a coin like this on the sidewalk? It announces that the fortunate finder will be given a lot free in such and such a real estate development. He has but to call and present this coin. Mr. Ellis then proceeded to condemn the misleading and unethical practices involved. All of the foregoing methods are commendable. They may be used separately or they may be combined. Recognize that how you open a talk largely determines whether the audience is going to accept you and your message. Second for this, avoid getting unfavorable attention. Please, please, I urge you, remember that you must not only capture the attention of your audience, but you must capture their favorable attention. Please know that I said favorable attention. No rational person would begin a talk by insulting his audience or by making any obnoxious or disagreeable statement that would turn them against him and his message. Yet, how frequently speakers begin talks by attracting attention through the use of one of the following devices. Do not open with an apology. To begin a talk with an apology does not get you off to a good start either. How often we all have heard speakers begin by calling the attention of the audience to their lack of preparation or their lack of ability. If you are not prepared, the audience will probably discover it without your assistance. Why insult your audience by suggesting that you did not think them worth preparing for, that just any old thing you had on the fire was good enough to serve them? No. We don't want to hear apologies. We want to be informed and interesting. To be interested. Remember that. Let your opening sentence capture the interest of your audience. Not the second sentence. Not the third sentence. The first. Avoid the funny story opening. You may have noticed that there is one method of opening a talk and one much favored by speakers that is not recommended here. The so-called funny story opening. For some lamentable reason, the novice feels that he ought to lighten up his talk by telling a joke. He assumes that the mantle of Mark Twain has descended upon his shoulders. Do not fall into this trap. You will discover to your embarrassment the painful truth that the funny story is more often pathetic than funny and the story may be known to persons in your audience. A sense of humor though is a prized asset for any speaker. A talk need not begin nor be heavy-footed, elephantine, and excessively solid. Not at all. 
if you have the ability to tickle the risibilities of your audience by some witty references to a local situation or to something arising out of the occasion or the remarks of a previous speaker, then by all means, do so. Observe some incongruity. Exaggerate it. That type of humor is more likely to succeed than stale jokes about Pat and Mike or mothers-in-law or shaggy dogs because it is relevant and because it is original. Perhaps the easiest way to create merriment is to tell a story on yourself. Depict yourself in some ridiculous and embarrassing situation. That gets down to the very essence of humor. Jack Benny has used this device for years. He was one of the first major major radio comedians to poke fun at himself by making himself the butt of jokes concerning his ability to play the violin, his miserliness, and his age. Jack Benny works a rich vein of humor that keeps his ratings high from year to year. Audiences open their hearts as well as their minds to speakers who deliberately deflate themselves by calling attention to some deficiency or failing on their part, in a humorous sense, of course. On the other hand, creating the image of the stuffed shirt or the visiting expert with all the answers leaves an audience cold and unreceptive.